Hi, and welcome to the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast. I'm your host, Tegan Thompson. I'm a book lover, a chocoholic, and an INTJ living in a world filled with extroverts. I made this podcast to share my experiences and struggles as an introverted perfectionist and to bring the inner workings of an introvert's mind to introverts and extroverts alike. So grab a cup of tea and get comfortable. It's time to unmute. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast. This week, I'll be talking about asking for help during challenging times, um, particularly pertaining to um, your mental health and mental health illness. Um, I wanted to talk about this because there's like this really big misconception and stigma that if you ask for help, you're viewed as weak, right? And I think it's really important that we get rid of this stigma and this way of thinking because it's really unhealthy and it really um, kind of prevents people from getting the help they need. And um, I feel like if people felt more freely about getting help and they sought help earlier, then we would be facing lower rates of suicide and mental health illnesses and disorders in general. So I think it's really important to talk about kind of what the big first step is after you kind of recognize that you're struggling mentally is getting help. And so I think um, I just wanted to address this. And, you know, the first thing I want to talk about is why is it difficult to ask for help? You know, because when you break a bone or you have a fever or you just know there's something wrong with your physical body, there's no shame or perceived weakness in you going to the doctor to get treatment. Well, usually, um, I guess if you're involved in sports, you may have a different understanding of that. I know I grew up playing basketball and softball and um, a lot of the times it's like, oh, you sprained your ankle or you jammed your finger um, or your knee's hurting, your elbow's hurting. It's okay, you got to play through it. So, you know, I'm not going to say all the time that's the case, but for the most part, people aren't going to be like, oh, wow, you're like <laughs> really weak for going to the doctor because you broke your arm. Oh, my gosh. You know? Um, and I... I think it's just why is it harder to get help than when it's your mental health struggling and not your physical health because they're both part of your overall health so why is it so much more difficult um, to go get help when it's your mental health Um, and one of the big things which I've already mentioned is the stigma surrounding mental health in our society because the stigma leads to people having a fear of being viewed as crazy or like they're ruining their reputation if they go and seek help um and also there's the fear of not being understood um you know a lot of times people may kind of reference that their mental health isn't going well and there's a lot of statements that get made like oh it's all in your head or it's not real you just need to be happy or you need to calm down or you're being over dramatic and things like that and it's just like well it's a real issue for me so why are you telling me that i'm it's not like something i should be worried about 
And so there's also that fear of not being understood and the fear of other people not recognizing what you're going through is real and is really hard for you and is something you're struggling through and is challenging. Um, and then kind of beyond the societal stigma, there's kind of more of a personal thing going on where there's this common belief within people that you are inadequate or you're a failure if you admit that your mental health is struggling and people often believe that they should be able to solve things all on their own and that they don't need help they don't need to see a therapist they don't need to tell their family and friends what's going on because they need to be able to figure out this on their own otherwise they're weak and they're not good enough and stuff like that um and so a lot of times kind of the thought of oh me going to ask for help means I'm weak and I'm giving up and I'm not strong enough to do this on my own and that's just really not true at all um and I want to share this poem by Ruby Kaur um it's an untitled poem but I really like it and it's really short and it kind of just sums up everything I want to talk about, about why it's okay to go get help when you're struggling with your mental health. Um, so the poem is, when the world comes crashing at your feet, it's okay to let others help pick up the pieces. If we're present to take part in your happiness, when circumstances are great, we are more than capable of sharing your pain. I love this poem. It's so beautiful um, because I think it doesn't only just tell you, like, it's okay to get help. Like, it doesn't just tell you that, but it tells you that you are deserving of getting help and you are deserving of having people support you, that your greatness and your goodness that you go through in life is good things, yes, but it's not the only part of you. And if people can't endure the times when you are struggling and when you go through challenges and they can't be there next to you, then are they really worth your time? And so I think it's really important to keep in mind that you deserve to be, have people support you. You deserve to have people help you when you are struggling on your own. And it's okay to get that help. So it's a really, really beautiful poem and I just love it so much. And I wanted to share it with you guys. Um, so, that being said, how can you ask for help? Um, you might think, you know, I don't even know how to begin to ask for help. And maybe it's something you've been thinking about. Or maybe you haven't been thinking about it. But people have mentioned it to you or something like that. Um, or you know someone who may be needs to ask for help um i think it's really important to recognize that asking for help is a really big step in your mental health journey and it takes a significant amount of courage to be able to speak up and ask for help and i want to say that again it takes a significant amount of courage not weakness not inferior feelings or anything like that courage it takes a lot of courage and strength to be able to say i'm not okay i can't do this on my own i need other people to help me i need other people to be there to support me it takes a lot of courage and strength to do that and 
being able to just take that first step is amazing and I like round of applause for every single one of you I commend you all if you have taken that step and for those of you who haven't and are looking to take that step it's okay if you haven't yet but just recognize that you're not weak for taking that step you are, are very courageous and very strong for doing that and you know I'm not just saying this because you should go ask for help if you're struggling with your mental health. This comes down to pretty much anything. You know, for us as human beings, we have egos and we don't like to be viewed as stupid or inferior or not good enough. So even when it's like at work or at school and you go ask for help because you are struggling with something, that also takes a lot of courage because you are recognizing your own weaknesses and being able to kind of go forward and ask people to help make you strong in those areas and to ask for support and in our society that is viewed as weakness but it is a strength it's a strength to be able to recognize what you are struggling with and a strength to be able to say, I can't do this on my own, I need help. Um, so that's the first thing is to recognize, recognize it's a big step and that it takes a lot of courage to do so. Um, and then also use the resources available to you. You have a lot of resources. You have your doctors, you have therapists, both online and in person now because of the pandemic. Um, there are so many online resources when it comes to seeking out therapists or counselors, um, support groups. You can find a group for pretty much anything you may be struggling with, where there are a lot of other people who have gone through similar situations and you can have conversations with them. They may be further along in their journey and can provide you with some advice or maybe they're just starting their journey and you're a little bit further along and you can help them along. Support groups are amazing things, highly recommend them. Um, There's also mental health programs and clinics that may be provided through your community. Student counseling, I highly recommend if you are a student um, in high school, college, graduate school, anywhere, I highly recommend taking advantage of the student counseling programs that they have available to you. And then um, na- lastly, national helplines. There's a ton of available national helplines where you can call people um, or even I think you can chat with people online if you're not comfortable having conversation over the phone. Um, and just kind of discuss where your mind is at, what are you thinking about, Um, and people who have been trained to be able to have conversations with you about those topics and um, provide you some support that you may need. Um, And then if you are comfortable, talk with trusted family members and friends, people who you are comfortable talking to about these situations and who you believe will support you because if they're not going to support you then they're not going to be a helpful resource to you and they may only worsen the situation so it's important to talk to people that you fully trust in that area and can comfortably have those conversations with um it will probably be very scary at first i'm not gonna lie to you about that having those conversations taking that first step and being like i need help 
and going to get that help is very scary. Um, but once you do it, you will be able to recognize that you get to release some of that very heavy burden you've been carrying around for so long all by yourself. Now it's kind of spread out across other people who are able to kind of lift you up and hold you up and it doesn't feel as heavy anymore. You'll start to notice that you're getting better in areas and um, just kind of you're feeling all around better because when your mental health is better, you start taking care of your physical body better, start taking care of your spiritual health better. And so all around, you start feeling a lot better. So it's really important to recognize that, you know, it's going to be challenging at first, but once you do it, it's like, <sighs> I can breathe, I can breathe again. And it's amazing to be able to feel that way. Um, and then the last thing I want to say is to stay motivated and find your why. If you are not motivated to get better, um, or you believe that you don't have a reason to get better, then you won't get better. Like you need to be motivated. You need to have a reason for yourself to get better, better. Um, because other people can only help you and push you so much. They can only do so much for you. You have to be able to be there for yourself, be someone you can rely on and push yourself and stay motivated because if you don't want to get better or you don't put in the effort to get better, you're only going to get so far and you're not going to get fully better. So stay motivated, find your why. Your why doesn't have to be, I want to get better for me. It may be, I want to get better for um, my family. I want to get better for my significant other. I want to get better for the work that I do um, or other other things. It doesn't have to necessarily be you right now. I do hope that eventually it will become you, that you will eventually become a reason that you want to get better and you'll push yourself to recognize that you are worthy and you deserve to be here. Um, but when you are starting off, it does not have to be you that is your reason why to get help. It can be other factors and other things. Maybe you have always, hmm, I don't know, I'll use my, ex my personal thing that I've always wanted to do is I've always wanted to publish a book. So, you know, when I was going through my mental health challenges and struggles, um, over the past couple years, I was not able to write. It was really hard for me to get the motivation to write. It was really hard for me to find creativity to write. Um, and that alone was a challenge for me uh, because I love writing so much. Um, but that was one of my whys. I was like, in that moment, I didn't think I was a reason that I needed to get help. But I wanted to be able to publish a book. I wanted to be able to share a part of me with the world. And so I said, that's one of my whys. So maybe it's something like that. You have a goal that you've wanted to do. Make that your why. And then eventually, as you start getting better, um, you can become your own why as well. You can have multiple whys. You don't just have to have one. But I... 
highly, highly encourage you to find your own why and stay motivated in getting help and getting better because you are your biggest ally. Um, so thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or if you learned anything new, please go share it with a friend. And as always, have a great weekend. And I look forward to seeing you guys again next week on the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast. Mm-hmm.